Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Give it to me! Hey everyone, I'm Molly Wood. And I'm Tom Merritt. Welcome to It's a Thing, the weekly podcast supported by you where you can join a lovable group of podcast friends and one wise little ladybug on a funny, heartwarming adventure about the importance of believing in yourself. Thanks for joining us. I am so happy that our openings are based on children's books now. Because Me too. Instead of like wanting to mock some corporation's mission statement, which was fun for a while, don't get me wrong, it was right. very fun. Uh, now I just want to know which of us is the ladybug. Oh, me too. I would. I'm. I'm just going to volunteer this time to be Tess, the tin that wanted to rock. <laughs> that the is the book from which we are borrowing today. To rock the tin that wanted to rock. Yeah, you go, Tess. You you because rock. Tess is a rolled up ball of tin foil, but all her friends are rocks. Oh, <laughs> and she wants. I want to be a rock. Be one. And tinfoil was, you know, from a rock at one point. So it's in in Tess's ancestry, I guess. But we eventually realized that she is perfect just the way she is. Just the way she is. Yeah. Thanks to that heartwarming ladybug. I love it, too, because it is both cheerful, delightful, and not, you know, we negativity is not our brand. That's right. That's right. We are positive. We we bring you trends. We tell you what things are for your own benefit so that when you go out and you're like, huh, that looks like professional slap fighting, uh, <laughs> you'll know, indeed it is. That is now a thing. I can't. I feel I'm having one of those moments where I'm like, we must have talked about slap fighting on the show. Uh, not yet, just slap here fighting. Here we are. Let, let you in the audience, but Power Slap, the official <laughs> professional slap fighting tournament. There are rules. This isn't just you know your oh, your, your 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 friends at church. <laughs> this is this is oh. in an arena with a referee. There are things you can and cannot do. You cannot turn away. You cannot flinch. You have to straight arm your slap. Uh, they're, they're <laughs> the people, the people delivering the strap slap are called strikers. There are rankings. It of course takes place in Las Vegas. Uh, this is horrific, by the way, I clicked the link and I am so upset. Pa- slap fighting. Okay. If let's back up because in, on the off chance that you have not heard of this, it is exactly what it sounds like, but also it is beyond upsetting because of the way that the person just stands there and gets slapped. Like, and in fact is required by the required rules to stand there. And to get just slapped. stand there and have their eardrum shattered <laughs> by someone's freaking stiff arm just whoop, bam into their defenseless face. It's not like fighting or boxing or UFC where it's still unbelievably violent, but at least you can like dodge and stuff. This is just like the stupidest, most violent th- – I- what is wrong with us? In some ways, though, and not in many, 
But in some ways, it's better because, yes, you have the illusion of being able to dodge in a boxing match, but there's much more hitting in the end because of the length of the match. You know, Power Slap only has a few rounds and then you're done. So there's a limit to how often you get hit. There is, of course, a way not to get hit at all, which is to not do any of these sports. Right. There's that. Yeah. My God, what is wrong with everybody? It strikes me. Oh. Ah. <laughs> I didn't mean that one. <laughs> Bravo. It so. occurs to me <laughs> uh, that it is both unusual, but also somehow makes sense to me that this would take off and get a following at a time when we are more aware than ever of the dangers of head trauma, when, you know, sports like the National Football League, where people wear helmets and pads, uh, mm-hmm. are taking seriously the damage done to people's heads over the course of being hit multiple times. Uh, and, and yet, and yet people are like, yeah, but also power slap. Right. Power slap is awesome. <laughs> Muniz you can't defeats tell Thomas me what to become to do. champion. You can't, you can't protect my eardrums or cranial cavity i will just take a hit tell it to manny muniz champion ko yeah no that's messed up you can bet on all right (laughs) that's that kind of explains everything right there of course you can don't Mm -hmm. you feel like a lot of new sports are about to be born in the age of legalized sports betting oh my gosh the fact that apple launched a sports app the day that we're recording this that includes the betting odds Mm-hmm. Very unappley thing in my Very. estimation, Tells but it's you, like, oh no, you're not going to do sports news without putting betting odds in there. What are you crazy? Tells you exactly how much money we're talking here. Mm-hmm. Yep, match fixing about to be a thing, America. Um, hey, you know what you would probably need to do after you got slapped in the <laughs> face. So many times. By the way, fans of slap fighting, I know I didn't go into the details of, of the matches and how they're <laughs> how they're gauged and everything. I, I will leave that to the audience. Uh, but yes, uh, you know, once once you're done and you're headed out to the the post championship party, what, what do you need to do, Molly? Yeah, you're gonna definitely need some looks maxing. Oh, looks maxing. Mm-hmm. One word, right? Uh, two. Yes, one word. Yep, looks okay. maxing. Looks maxing. Looks maxing. <laughs> Can't, you can't get enough of saying it. Like lip smacking, but looks maxing. But looks maxing. Uh, I thank God I got to this when I did because I've had it in the bullpen for a couple of days. And yesterday, WikiHow published an article ah, about okay. what is looks maxing. <laughs> <laughs> the hot TikTok trend in which people do various things ranging from like strange little physical hacks like putting your tongue on the tip of your mouth to make your lo- jaw look better to mm. evidently hitting themselves in the face with a hammer or <clears throat> slap fighting <laughs> or slap fighting you know if you're just like i want to build up but some calluses bone smashing is a term within the looks maxing community apparently yeah look so looks as in your appearance maxing as in maximizing your appearance is the uh etymological origins thank you for that uh looks maxing (laughs) thank you doctor (laughs) and it apparently uh got really big not a huge surprise here in the incel community in about 2015 and then in 2023 found its way to tiktok and now it's just this like thriving mostly male 
very upsetting subgenre of people who are trying to make themselves look better in this really specific way, like super sharp jawline and kind of like a cat eye. Like they want their eyes to be like really elongated and sort of upward angled. So they're all like going for the exact same thing. And then they get there in various methods that range from like fine, like sleep more, drink water, eat healthy to smash your face with the hammer. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, it it looks like, um, soft maxing is a term for the healthy parts of this, Right, you know, like working out, uh, taking care of your skin, you know, styling your hair, uh, hard maxing, according to this WikiHow article, is the stuff we've been talking about. The plastic surgery, the facial implants, the extreme fasting, the smashing yeah. your bones with a hammer. Uh-huh. Hmm. Which most people don't do, but still. But yes, looks maxing, <laughs> WikiHow notes, uh, is a flawed and even dangerous practice. It shouldn't be. Be. I mean, we could have a whole conversation about, you know, how important should be looks and should you put emphasis on them? But the fact of the matter is uh, lots of people consider them important. And especially when you're in your 20s, you want to look good all the time Mm -hmm. as much as Mm -hmm. possible. And Mm -hmm. even beyond your 20s, I'm not going to lie, but, you know, it's. It's it's a thing. <laughs> Looking good has been a thing when for you're a in long your, time. Your yeah. mating years, yeah. yeah. Improving your improving your physical. I mean, yeah. please, like you can't tell ladies that looks maxing has not yeah. been a part of society for all of society. It's just that this happens in this one. It's all like you have to look a really specific way. Yeah, and it's just it's fundamentally negative to in the way that they interact about it, you know, like they will show they they'll just critique each other's faces and be like, well, you don't have this and you don't have that. And it's in the same way that unhealthy beauty standards have terrorized people forever. This same thing is happening, but in a more incel kind of way. Hmm. Uh, so a cross gender lines. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. And, and looks maxing the TikTok version is, is very almost exclusively male. Like it's yeah. about, these young men. Well, particular. it's about time. <laughs> I know, right? Welcome. <laughs> Welcome, young men. <laughs> Welcome to doing ridiculously uh, irrational things in the pursuit of looks. <laughs> when you see all of us in the club looking identical, it's because we also followed the recipe for how to look cute. <laughs> there was another kind. It wasn't called looks maxing, but it's basically the same thing. But they have these like, yeah, they have these all these creepy phrases. Canthal tilt. That's the angle, the eye angle thing. Interplanary distance. Yeah. And they, they do this thing called mewing where they mm. you put your tongue up under the sea. To sort of make, your, make your, your chin. jawline look that's, better. And then they just not, sit around doing that for like hours and hours. And just looking at their own chins. Looks smacking. Looks smacking. Well, um, I'm not advocating crushing your bones, but uh, let's say you find a healthy way to look really good. You're going to want to take a selfie. And I can't find consensus on what this is called, but everybody's doing what I have heard called the airplane selfie. CNBC did an article last year about it, calling it the 0.5 selfie because it's the you do the wide angle. Mm-hmm. But essentially, yeah, you, you make the phone do wide angle and then you hold it up kind of like an airplane flying over. Look up, snap your selfie from above. It's I'm pulling one up on my phone because you've done one recently because my son. Uh-huh. Did one recently uh-huh. of all of us. Yes. Do you know because what he calls it, that style of selfie? It's it's point five. 
He calls call it, it. He 0. does 5. call it point five. Okay, and they take all of their photos in point five. This, this is there. Yeah. It is. It's me, my bro Ham, and my son. At we went to a Kings game, and we were yeah. trying to get the beam on the stadium. Mm-hmm. And so he did. And I mean, it looks like he's using a selfie stick almost, right? Because of the point he, five, right? Right. Because it makes it. But, it extends your arm, makes your arm look super long. Yeah, and then I, I just think it's an easy way to get everybody into the picture. Mm-hmm. But also, he's taking all of his photos on point five. Point all five. All right, I'm settled on. I'm settled point on five point is five like, then. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely point five. I but think yes, what a good a sub, find. Airplane is a subset of it because the, the, when you, you do it, it up, up above, because you're mm-hmm. right, you can do it. You can do the point five in different positions. They're not always the airplane. So yep. yeah, yeah. All right. Oh yeah. my gosh! Completely. What a great. Uh, this is one of the. See, this is one of those ones where it's just been a part of my like momversation. Uh huh. And I didn't think You're to too bring close. it to it's a thing. I'm yeah. too close to it. I'm too, too, too close. close. <laughs> uh, so perfect. I saw it on a talk show. I saw a woman explaining because they were at, at like you. You're known for taking really great selfies. Like, what's your deal? And she's the one who called it an airplane. She's like, oh, you do the airplane selfies. So you have to do. And she did the wide. Like, I have to do the wide angle because the guy tried to do it. She's like, no, no, no. You're you're not doing the. You gotta you gotta do the wide. There you go. And then she held it up. But yeah, you could. Uh-huh. Yeah, there you go. It's also more flattering. It just is. That's it just the is. Point of not a that we're trying to not that we're looks maxing ourselves. <laughs> but we are. Uh sub thing here that I saw, mm-hmm. and actually a thing check for the audience, face scrunch taking over for Duckmouth. Oh, really? Yeah. Keep an like, eye out. What Let is, me know. What is this what it's is more it of a like? like like a scrunching up your face versus the lip pouty lips. So like less cute? I don't know, or like, like we're <laughs> like ugly cute. Like again, you're listening to that, and you can't yeah. see us both going like. Um, okay, all right. Keep yeah. an eye out. Feedback against the thing me, please. Um, and apologies to those of you who I think have probably been emailing us about this for like a year or more. <laughs> December is when all the think pieces got written about Delulu, <laughs> and we didn't do it then. And we were Delulu to wait so long. <laughs> Another one we were too close to, frankly. I I think so because yeah. we are that. No, I. It's true though. I just sort of like kept hearing it and didn't think to bring it to the show. So now you know uh, that Delulu is one a thing, and two, it is shortened slang for delusional. Makes sense. Meaning, you know, I don't know. I keep thinking that if I. <laughs> I keep thinking that if I work hard and save money, I'll be able to retire in this economy and afford a house. You're Delulu. <laughs> I'm Delulu. <laughs> it's usually used a lot. It's usually a lot lighter than that. Yes, it is. It is. It's it's more of like, maybe I'm Delulu, but I think Taylor Swift is going to play this song at the concert or, what you know, whatever. And it's also it derived from fan culture. I am told that there's a K-pop origin story. I defer to the expert in the room on this one, but that it actually means being such a big fan that you are in fact a Lulu. And yeah. that it started there and it kind of evolved. Into- I've definitely heard it used in that context of like, you know, those fans that uh, keep sending Jungkook uh, meals after he said on his live stream, please don't send me meals or a little Delulu. <laughs> Right, exactly. For example, according to USA Today, they may be convinced they are going to marry their favorite musician mm-hmm. because they made eye contact during a concert. I'm just saying Perry Farrell is still thinking of me somewhere 
in the world. <laughs> it's That's a not step Delulu. down. In K-pop culture, I would think it would be a step down from Sasong fans. Sasong fans are the ones sending meals and like stalking and being outside your apartment and stuff. Delulu is like the the precursor. It's it's more of the like, yeah, you know, I bet if we met, we'd get on, and he might right. fall for me, and yeah, whatever. It's it's sort of a, a gentle like you're kidding yourself here. Yeah, you're just a little yeah. Delulu. You're a little Delulu, mm-hmm. but it's like sweet about it. You're a little Delulu, Delilah. <laughs> Uh, also, uh, we had a thing that could have made it into the show, uh, and maybe we're Delulu to think this, but, uh, we kept it in the bonus stuff. So if you're a patron, uh, look out for avocado anxiety in the bonus episode and we'll explain Mm -hmm. more there. We also have a thing we need to refer back to. Uh, we, we do this is it's, it's our ongoing coverage of things from time to time. (laughs) Yes. And what I think we've determined here is it's a combination of we know, mm-hmm. like we're planting a flag. Oh, we know. But in this case, I do think it is the ongoing trend mm-hmm. of uh, yeehaw culture, right? What was it? The yeehaw agenda. Yep. And uh, black crossover to country music. Yep. And, and so, somewhere John Denver TikTok fits in there somewhere. It's a piece. Yeah. There's a lot going on here. But it started with Lil Nas X for us mm-hmm. on this show. Like we've been talking about it all the way back to that. And then we talked about the Yeehaw Agenda and the Compton Cowboys, I think, on Instagram. And now, yes, we are aware that Beyonce has done a country song and that has reignited all of the parts of this conversation for good and ill. A lot of it ill. But also, this is the TikTok song of the moment. Beyonce's it's the number one Texas song. Album. It's the number one country song. Too like yep. it top it topped the actual charts. They, if you were worried about it, you know the charts resisting. The charts were like, nope, we're not picking that fight. <laughs> Beyonce yeah. put a country song. It goes on the country chart. They're so. like, it goes on the country charts, and it is indeed number one, far and away. And I gotta say, I really like the song, and also. I get the giggles a tiny bit at the end of the song when she just puts it. There's just sort of like some cowboy words in there. Like she just goes like spurs, <laughs> shoot, boots. Like it's like it almost feels like there was like a, a list like you of can't make it a there was song, like a just, qualification list somewhere of like these words must be included for this to be considered a country song. It's, it's oh, seriously, right. I'll make sure that's I'll how it feels. There. Yeah. Like spurs. I'm like, okay, okay. Stop just saying like cowgirl words. It's like, yeah, I'll stop saying furs. And then she's like, furs, spurs, and boots. I'm looking at the lyrics now. She literally, and I think there's one where she says, shoot, spurs, shoot. Solargenic, photogenic, shoot. Yeah, that one. Solargenic, photogenic, which are not. So I guess she just is like, I'll throw in some other words too. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, So one, we know, and two, the Yeehaw agenda is alive and well when Queen Indeed. Bay is on it. Indeed. Love yeah, congratulations it. on the number one country song. Uh, let's get to your things. Feedback at it's a thing.me. That Charlie dude confirming some things here. My local Chick fil A in Tallahassee greeted me with a welcome in. <laughs> Y'all rock. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's totally happening. Welcome in. Uh, it's real. Tara or Tara, sorry, has thoughts on Owala overtaking Stanley. First, mm. let me say I have two of the Owala tumblers and love them, but I'm tempted by the Brewmate era tumblers. They are similar mm. to Stanley with a traditional straw, 
but are spill-proof. See, that's a that, that's a fatal flaw of the Stanley is the not being spill-proof. So that I mean, I guess good so. stuff, brewmate. Nice. I'm fi- I'm still fascinated by the idea that people thought that a cup with a straw should be spillmate. Spill and brewmate like said, that. "We'll do it." <laughs> right. This Somehow. is a good looking. It's a good looking. Oh, yeah. I like it. It's good looking tumbler. Uh, speaking of Awalas, uh, Aaron weighed in on both Awalas and Blates. Uh, hello, Tom, Molly, and Rich. I got my first Awala almost two years ago when I forgot to bring my Yeti on a road trip. Target had them very unassumingly sitting on a shelf in the housewares department. I thought it was cute. Love the colors. I love that it's easy to clean and I can drink through it without having to tip it. My daughter decorated mine with a bunch of Taylor Swift stickers, so I always know which one is mine. Unless you're at a Taylor Swift show. The rest of my family jumped on the trend and we are now a Yeti household at home. Yeti at home. (laughs) And an Owala household outside the house. Uh, you have to I, be a certain age, by the way, to, to get, get Yeti, Yeti at home. home. <laughs> Ask your parents. Uh, I agree that blates are a thing. I got a pasta bowl set as a housewarming gift over 20 years ago. I used it for a bit, put it on a shelf, and sort of forgot about it. I rediscovered it a couple of years ago and realized the individual bowls are perfect for the pastas, curries, and stir fries that I make all the time. Sadly, I broke one of the bowls and was devastated because now I only had three bowls for my family of four cue the blate trend and i was able to get another set of really cute dishes that complement my original set and my family can continue to happily eat our pastas and curries on the perfect dishes absolutely amazing chef marcus wrote in with more blate thoughts the blate thing hit hit who knew yeah 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 checking in from the chef service industry world and these (laughs) so-called blates have been a thing across europe and in the no north american restaurants and homes for ages now specifically a pilco porcelain aka french bistro dinnerware has been making the perfect eating dish since at least the 1950s i can't find an official name as it's generally referred to as a pasta soup or fish dish but it's mostly a plate with just enough depth and wide lip to make it perfect for presenting pasta, saucy dishes, dessert, soups, or anything else your heart desires to put on it and serve. Found in all the bistros, they are also super durable, nigh indestructible, and come in multiple sizes. They literally are the perfect dish, but please don't call them blades. <laughs> Uh, oh, that's incredible. I love it. And says, longtime listener across the multiples, and if anyone on the team is ever in Santa Fe... Happy to cook up a little appreciation dinner for the entertainment and education over the years. On the way. I'm on the way. I'm on the way. Chef Marcus, I feel, I feel, yeah. Uh, you know, the, there are things we know in, in our, in our niches that when they break in the mainstream, uh, people call them crazy things like plates sometimes. And it's, <laughs> it's just, uh, you know, it's, it's tough. It's tough. I, I, I sympathize. I mean, um, these blades are cute though. Oh, yeah. sorry. <laughs> Zcam saw blates in the wild. I uh, just had dinner with my dad, was washing dishes as I listened to episode 304 when you started talking oh. about blates. I looked down. What I have in my hand, these bowls, as I would call them, have been in my family as long as I can remember, and I'm approximately the same age as Tom. They're a thing now? I don't get it. <laughs> I know. I mean, honestly. We've just been calling them. Bowls. Also, also the totally a thing with things where sometimes you're like, yeah, but that now they're a thing. Okay. <laughs> I know. I'm like, that's just like what I would ever eat everything out of. I think yeah. we would call them like a pasta bowl. And then they are differentiated from the one thing we had another name for, which is cereal bowls, AKA a really deep bowl, mm-hmm. which is unlike a blade. Yeah. It's the but opposite just, of a blade. Yeah. Sorry. It's a soul, a cereal bowl. <laughs> 
A, a coal? No, that's, <laughs> that's not fun. That's no. not appealing. Peg uh, is wondering about a flying thing. Hi, Ritomo. This story in WaPost has me wondering, perhaps a thing of the future, and linked to this delightful story about how airplanes are now uh, accidentally flying like 800 miles an hour because of the jet stream. So... That's been uh, pretty exciting. She says, will eastbound planes just be going faster as the earth warms? These were exceptionally fast, but curious. And I suppose this means it takes even longer for me to get home from the East Coast because of headwinds. Something to watch, I think. Indeed, Peg. Something to watch uh, for sure. Because, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't know how permanent that effect is or how, how reliable. But, uh, yeah, that could, that could slow you down going west. I mean... Let me just say that air travel is going to be a whole other ball game. Yeah, in the in our climate change future, especially once we get rockets. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Sarah is trying to make sense of Gen Alpha uh, as we as we move uh, Gen Z into their twenties. Uh, Gen Alpha taking the stage. Hi, Molly, Tom, and Rich. I have a thing check for Gen Alpha. Both of my kiddos can't stop talking about ASMR. They are oh, not yeah. on social media yet. They are 10 and 7, but do text with their friends. All the kids, I sound so old, are sending <laughs> around ASMR links and videos all the time. Their favorite is the ASMR duck. My research, again, so old, showed that ASMR stands for Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response, and the videos focus on sounds of eating or ripping or cracking, etc. In my Gen X opinion, it is very creepy, but seems to be a thing that supposedly is very calming for the youngins. Have you heard of this? Thanks for all the things. I'm... I think we did. I'm confirming with the Discord, but I'm pretty sure we did ASMR on the show because, yes, I feel like we did it even in like the first run of it's a thing before before the the interregnum there. I I think we maybe did. Yeah, Yeah. unfortunately, it's one of those where we may have gotten to it way too early, right? Because now it is, and now it's like when any video has excess noise of any sort, people put hashtag ASMR on it. But yeah, too. But no, people and people are still into. The chewing sounds and the blinking and... Yeah, I feel like when we did it, it was about the fact that the autonomous sensory meridian response was a thing and people were into it and doing the videos about it. Um, Mm -hmm. But as you just pointed out, I feel like it's becoming a term for there's no narration. (laughs) Like Mm. it's becoming synonymous with Nat sound because I like watching spring training coverage on YouTube these days. Like, you know, I, I just look up like what's going on with the Cardinals, what's going on with the Dodgers. And I find all these things. Sometimes they're from the official baseball team account. Sometimes they're not, but I've noticed way more ASMR in the title this year where it's like the same things I would get in the past, which is, you know, batting practice with no narration. Just, you're just watching the, the guys take batting practice, but they're titling it ASMR. I'm like, that's not really ASMR. That's just natural sound interesting or maybe they just mean like satisfying sound yeah because of the crack of the bat bat. yeah Yeah, maybe Mm -hmm. i'm seeing it in that in that way too where it's like there might be um some sounds but it's more about do you like the sound anyway but i i agree the discord is saying it may be coming back because yes we talked about it in season two Season two. Wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. So yeah. So it's a peak and valley thing. Like it was a thing. It simmered and now it's on the rise again. Seems like it. Amazing. 
Um, thank you for all the things, everybody. Feedback at it's a thing dot me is our email address. And thank you for supporting the show. As we mentioned, if you want the bonus content, you have to be a patron, patreon.com slash it's a thing. And those of you who support us at what we call the shout out level, it's a little bit on the nose, the name, because what you get is a shout out, but mm-hmm. not just like a regular shout out. Not just thanks, Bob. No, no. Thanks, Bob. Oh, no, no, no. You get, for example, your name uh, custom inserted into an article discussing Shakespearean stage direction. Oh my gosh, the, we have <laughs> we have to do accents for this, right? <laughs> I guess so. Forsooth, I'm trying to Male. Hold on, and I want to. I'm gonna. There we go. I'm making this into tomorrow three paragraphs and tomorrow, so that we can do you know, like top two and middle. Which which would you prefer? Would oh. you prefer top and bottom? See, I made it into three paragraphs because I so felt like one of two... us does open and close, and the other doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I see. Just um, a little more <laughs> for reasons of maintaining the accent. Primarily, is this a dagger I see before me? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to start us off. Wherefore art thou did that? No, uh, yeah, totally. yeah. You start. Uh, we're, we're going accent. We're going. You, you lead, I'll follow. <clears throat> Perhaps one of the most famous, or no, I, I don't even know what accent is happening here. <laughs> go, go, go. It's good. Perhaps one of the most famous or infamous of Pepe Kevin Dunn's stage directions, Exit, pursued by A.B. Puppy in Act 3 of the Eric Duncan's Tale, sees Gabrielle Cohen meet death in the most unlikely of ways, at the hands, or rather, the claws of Joe Hood. Unsurprisingly, this stage direction frequently mystifies modern Kevin Sills, but A.J. Venturella entered and exited the lives of James C. Smithian and Brian John Forcaro and Londoners on a daily basis, kept in kennels on the south bank of Jake Woods, kept Benjamin Forrest provided amusement by being chained to a post and attacked by packs of Morris Jones. <laughs> Lee Price would bet on the outcome of this very unequal fight. Oh, oh, I see. Zealous Lara Abel objected to Valor Trucks baiting, but not for reasons of animal welfare. They believed Mike Akins to be idle, scurrilous, obscene, profane, and heathenish. <laughs> Nonetheless, the entertainment attracted throngs of Louis Saint Amour. <laughs> we have rendered what the Discord speechless. What would we do without you, patrons? I don't. Really, the Discord is sort of embarrassed on our behalf. I'm blushing. We get it. We understand. Yep. Yep. yep we get it. But we're having fun. So Indeed. thank you for this opportunity. Patreon.com/slash It's a Thing is where you can subject us and yourselves to more of that. Or just do it for the ad-free RSS feed. <laughs> uh, you can also support the show by buying things through our affiliate links. Look for those in our show notes over at the shopping page. It's a thing.me slash shop and email us. Those things keep coming. We had such good ones this week. Feedback at it's a thing.me. See you next week, friends. Bye. 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 Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. 
With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit